I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Grow Your Occupancy podcast. My name is Danny Merlino, and I am the VP of Strategic Development for Grow Your Occupancy. And today I have two guests with me, Team Allegro. I have Sam Pinster. Sam is the VP of Marketing, and Brandy Sharp. She is the VP and Director of Sales with Allegro Senior Living. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. I'm so excited to have both of you. And did you plan your outfits to be matching? I did not. We're just that in sync. I love it, which you probably very much need to be, right? Right. That's right. Read each other's minds a little bit. (laughs) Yes, definitely. So Allegro has their sales and marketing leadership teams, you separated, which is a concept that I absolutely love, and you don't always see that in the senior living space. Can you talk to me a little bit about what the thought process is behind that? Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, so um, I really think that it's primarily because, you know, a lot of people combine that into one, but the power of separating it is that you can bring in two experts that are really strong in both of those areas. Um, I always say I cannot sell a shoe. I literally cannot sell anything. I'm a people pleaser. I do not like to sell, but I can be the geek behind the seats, driving all the leads to my sales teams to then sell. Um, And so it really allows us to have like two really strong experts in these roles to just ensure ultimate success. Yeah. And I would just say, you know, uh, two perspectives. I think marketing brings a whole different perspective than the sales team does. So you get to look at it from, you know, the outside looking in and the, you know, marketing aspect of it through messaging and branding. And then me and my team get to bring in kind of the sales perspective and and bring marketing into our world so they can better plan and, and build strategy. So it's it's a great combination and it just works for us. What happens like behind the scenes? Like how often do the two of you collaborate and get together and have meetings? So Sam and I talk daily. We talk daily. And um, it's, you know, just a good relationship. You know, when Sam started, I've been with Allegro for almost seven years now. And, you know, when when Sam started um, early in 2023, it was great to have somebody that you connected with right away. And you guys, we kind of have the same vision, only different ways of doing it, which then helps us be collaborative and come up with new ideas that are going to help us be, you know, a thought leader in the industry. So I I love that Sam's here. I tell her all the time. um, And, you know, it's just a good partner to be able to accomplish what we need to as a company with two great minds, you know, thinking differently. Yeah, I agree. Um, I know some people think like, oh, it's impossible for sales and marketing to always be in lockstep because, you know, there's always can be friction. I do not agree with that thought at all. I think in order for both entities to be successful, you have to be on the same 
uh, mind frame in step with one another. And it's, you know, so beneficial to me that when I joined the team that, like Brittany said, we were able to connect so quickly. And I mean, a day does not go by that we are not texting or talking on the phone or bouncing ideas off each other. You know, in, in my experience, I hear oftentimes in the, like the sales side say, well, marketing didn't do this or where is this or well, this idea didn't work. I didn't get any leads from it. How do the two of you work? Because you have to be a united front, I'm assuming. How do you how do you get rid of all of that kind of silo being? Well, Sam and I are doing a great job because we, we don't agree on everything. There's things that we yep. see differently, but it's the way that we partner and talk through that and we respect each other's view on things. And, and our goal is always to bring things to the top between her and I. We kind of decide what, what are we going to do moving forward? And we kind of battle it out behind the scenes. And then we go to our teams with the united front of this is how we're going to do it, or here's how we see it. And then her and I both support that message. And I think that kind of rolls down to then my team and Sam's team of, okay, if, if they're on board with it, then this is the way we're going to do it moving forward. So I think it's a lot of, of those daily calls and talking through or anticipating any issues or pushback we may have from either team and coming up with a strategy to kind of go head on at it and, you know, call the elephant in the room and figure out how we move forward with what we've decided to do. I don't know if you'd add anything, Sam. Yeah. The only thing I would add is that the, the benefit too, is that there is zero blame game um, within our great partnership. And it's because like, you know, there are instances where there's a community where they do not have the leads that they need. And instead of it being, well, Sam, where's the leads? Brandy and I already know before we even get on the call that there's this issue. And so it's her and I talking through it and we divide and conquer. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to dive into digital to see what's going on, what keywords aren't performing. And Brandy's like, okay, well, you do that. I'll have my team mine the database. And so it's this just strategic collaboration because we are here with the same goal and that's to ensure our community teams succeed. And I think a lot of times in my past experience, it is that pointing fingers and the blame of like, well, I don't want to admit it's my fault. Whereas like Brandy and I are both very transparent and I will be the first to say like, yeah, I did not deliver you the leads this month. And Brandy will be the first to say, yeah, my teams could have converted more leads this month. And so just that like authenticity and transparency is what has really led to our great collaboration. Well, and part of being a good leader is really demonstrating that positive behavior. So if we do that at the top, then our teams do that because, you know, the the rub does go down to our team sometimes. And, you know, if we present in a way or we partner in a way that is a good example for our teams, we're hoping that's kind of how they'll behave and they'll yeah. they'll kind of go through and, and meet and come to a, a understanding. So it's really, you know, how we like to lead our team and, and develop that good partnership in both departments. Very good. What what does each of your teams look like? So you both spoke to like my team or my my people. What does that structure look like when we have separate leadership? Um, I'll go first. So I have uh, three team members on my direct team. Um, we have one that uh, we're actually like in the, the midst of a reorg, but one is a 
community strategic liaison. She was on all the community calls, strategizing with them, and then trafficking projects back to uh, a brand strategist as well as a uh, analytical tactical team member. And so we divide and conquer that way. But then we, like many others, we utilize, you know, a digital partner to be like our extension on the digital team and things like that. And so I kind of like lead the overall strategy, working with the below teams and with Brandy. And then I also have two soon to be three ADPs that work under me. And of course, they all manage their own portfolio. And I try to divide that based on skill set and location. And there's so many factors in, in looking at that. And they in turn partner with their marketing person. And this would be, you know, the liaison um, and through the teams, because it's our job um, on the sales side, since we're in the field all the time and the marketing team's not. So we have to visualize for them, you know, because every community is different, has a different feel, you know, hopefully the same gist of a culture, but different cultures when you walk in. And it's our job to help them visualize what a community looks like or what their competitor is or their place in the market. What are the differentiators? Where are they struggling at? So that's why the team's communication is so important, just not Sam and I, but, you know, and it can shift. You know, this month we may be struggling with IL leads. Maybe next month it's AL leads. So that communication and our united front with the communities is so important. What does it look like if you have a struggling property and you're like, oh my gosh, we we have to get 10 move-ins this month even, you know, break even, get back on track. What does the collaboration look like then when it's kind of like a oh no moment? Sam and I do a lot of um, review of the CRM together and I, I love that she's so integrated in the database because we can look and see, is it a lead gen issue? Is it a, a lead advancement issue? And we kind of determine that and then we come up with next steps of whichever one it is, we're all going to have a part in, in fixing it. But let's identify the problem. Let's, um, you know, collaborate on how we can try to advance. Maybe if it's lead generation, we talk about messaging or targeted areas or events. If it's a lead advancement, we may even talk about the team doing a um, uh, an email campaign for cold leads or something like that. So we all work together and, and try to do that. But I, I think it's just identifying the problem and then going in with a good strategy for both sales and marketing having a part in the solution. What would you add, Sam? Yeah, I fully agree with that. Um, and it, it, like Brandy said, it's not like it's that, oh, it's the elite issue or it's a conversion issue. It is both of us getting our hands into it with our team and coming up with ideas of like, okay, so if they're not converting, maybe marketing can help provide the team X to kind of help with those uh, objections or, hey, you know, the team is really hearing this type of feedback on our ads, marketing, we're going to go back and maybe tweak our messaging a little bit and things. And so um, there's no ego. It is truly uh, like, you know, we're here to be the assets to our communities because our goal is for them to succeed. And so it's just diving in and dividing, conquering and working together. How do you work together to be proactive? Because so often in the industry, like just kind of what I said of like that, oh no moment, and then you're scrambling. How did the two of you work together and lead so you're just proactive and you can just get ahead of, oh my gosh, we're 10 behind? Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, um, I think, as you said, that's so hard to do in our industry. Um, one month can be drastically different than the next, but I will say, 
the one thing Brandy and I do every day, and we were even doing this on our own before we became a partnership, is we open our CRM every morning. We look at numbers, we look at the rack and stack, and we are discovering, okay, I already know who I need to focus on before I get on that community call because I know they're going to say, I'm struggling here and I want to come with solutions. I don't want to be retroactive. Um, we also, Brandy and I have a strategy meeting set every week. So even though we're talking all the time, we s dedicate time to work together. We also have a meeting every Monday where both of our teams come together and we are going through things. And so um, just really being proactive is what I think helps us to be less reactive. Well, and that's the nice thing about the separation too, because I think we all know that not only are we trying to move things at the community level and you know grow revenue and occupancy and doing all the day to day, but we also want to be a, a leader in our industry. So there's you know things that Sam and I want to accomplish and projects we want to do to really be out there and grow and be a leader and be looked on as a leader. So with two of us, it's a lot easier to do that because maybe she can cover a call while I'm focusing on a project or vice versa. So it's nice to have someone that you can count on to fill in for you, if you will, while you're working on something that's really going to help us grow as a company and, um, you know, just make Allegro a better resource in the industry for uh, being a thought leader, if that makes sense. But um, yeah. I just really love that about the separation. Two can do a lot more than one when it comes to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I've been in your roles before, but as a combined role and what I found myself doing, well, number one, I much prefer sales over marketing. So guess what I focused on more, yeah. right? Yeah. But also then it's it's hard because it's, it's a different mindset and a way of thinking a little bit. It's like switching your brain over to the other side and then like kind of have to take like a break and a deep breath and like, okay, now I have to go over here and utilize those muscles. And if you don't you kind of plan out your time, then you're just focused on sales, sales, sales. And then that doesn't work because you have to focus on the marketing side too. So it's a, it's a hard juggle. You talked about um, wanting to be, and I believe you are leaders in the industry. What is, what sets Allegro apart? What makes Allegro Senior Living so special? I'll let Brandy start. Well, I, and I just have to say, and I am glad you gave us the opportunity to say, you know, our leadership all the way up to, you know, Larry Schiffer, our CEO, allows us to be forward thinkers and come up with new ideas and be part of the revolution of the company as we continue to grow. And I think that's great. And I think what makes us different is the people. Um, we've got fantastic leaders all the way down to our sales leaders in the community. We work very hard with our onboarding and making sure we've got the right person. And, you know, I, I just am, am thankful that our company affords us the opportunity to be very selective with who we bring on and also to support us in our goals, you know, not just our goals for Allegro, but our, our professional goals in goals individually. Um, and, and I'm super thankful for that. I would say that's what makes us different. And everybody I interview, I would say it's a great company to work for. It's the best company I've worked for. And I just really enjoy 
working for the Schiffers. Um, they're just fantastic people. So I'll let you go, Sam. I was I was actually going to say the same thing. Our investment in people and the I mean, it is amazing the minds that work uh, within Allegro from you know the the corporate staff all the way down to the communities and just the passion we all share for the residents we serve and to innovate the industry, not just our communities, but the industry as a whole, um, because like we're in it for the right reasons. And so I really think that's what just makes us stand out. I love that. You know, we're competitive, especially on the sales side, right? Like we want to win, we want to be the best and we can be the best, but still help the industry as a whole because really that's what matters we yeah. just want to help all the seniors right yes so, yep. i love that let's talk about the industry as a whole a little bit wrapping up this year who knows what's in store for us in 2024 what are what are your predictions in regards to sales trends for 2024 I would just say, you know, our last couple of months have been just amazing. And we've just, you know, our leads are up overall. We've got great conversions across our portfolio. Um, and we had one of the highest move-in months we've had all year last month. And of course, we're crossing our fingers that October looks very much the same. But, you know, we're really seeing an uptick. And, and we don't hear a lot about COVID anymore, which, you know, I just could go the rest of my life without hearing that word, right? Because it affected us as an industry so much. And I think we're finally past that and in a good place where people are ready to move. And, um, you know, I'm seeing just great positivity in third quarter going into fourth quarter for a great start to 2024. Of course, it's budget season. We're working on that. So that's exciting. And just really looking forward to what 24 brings, but I'm, I'm feeling good and we're looking to grow. And um, I don't know, Sam, what would you add? Yeah, I have a great feeling about it as well. Um, you know, I think for years, everyone's been saying the senior tsunami is coming. Um, mm -hmm. I think it, it's been here. Like people are aging every day. You have the boomers, you have um, the next generation starting to look for active adults. Like it is, it's a, it's thriving. Um, and yeah, it's like, I think we are getting past now that the COVID fog, if you will. And so um, I'm very optimistic. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think you're right. If if you've been doing your job, it's been here, right? The boom's been here. Yeah. People still yeah. are aging every single day. So. Right. <laughs> oh well, my just gosh. celebrating our teams too. That's, you know, that's, I think the most pleasure I get out of my position is just really celebrating the teams on on big wins and you know we know they work hard it's not an easy job and um i have been a sales director in the community i know that sam has worked in a community i see so i think from that perspective we both can evaluate every decision we make based on i've been there and this is how i think it will affect the team and i think that's such a great benefit for both of us and i've not had another vp of marketing partner that's had that, you know, in, in community experience. So it, it's great. And it makes her so understanding and a great partner. Yeah. I think really relatable. You're welcome, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> it's really relatable for your community yes. team members when I think you have just a little bit more respect when you know the 
blood, sweat, and tears that go into that role. And they're more apt to say, all right, I'll listen to you because you did do the job. Because you've been here, right? Mm -hmm. And we try to make decisions based on that. And I think the communities do respect that. And they trust us more because mm -hmm. they know we're making a decision based on past experience of, of where, where they're at. Right. Awesome. Well, you both, I absolutely love your working dynamic. I love that you showed up matching. Just <laughs> cherry on top. Thank you very much for doing that. That's funny. And it was an absolute pleasure to have you both join us. And I will definitely be watching you in 2024 and cheering both of you and Team Allegro on. Thanks, Danny. We appreciate you having us. Yes. Yeah, thank you. And if anybody would like to join our upcoming Grow Your Occupancy podcast, you can email me at danny at growyouroccupancy.com. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Yeah.